everybody. Welcome back for another edition of the Club Cool Podcast. That's right. We're finally back in action. I'm your host, Barrett Dudley, and I am here. I'm in the Wash Media Studios, which is just looking lovelier and lovelier by the day. There's more lights. There's there's more tech. There are more curtains. The sound the, the sound quality is probably improving. And uh, and to top it all off, the real the real cherry on top of this Sunday. Guess who's back in the building with me? It's the one and only Father Phil. What up? What's going on, Phil? Hey, man. And you truly are a father now. You're finally yeah. living up to that to that Twitter uh, handle that you have. Man, I'm very active on Twitter. Yeah, you're no, a big she... you're a big Twitter guy. Not that many people know about it, but you have like what like twenty twenty two thousand followers, <laughs> and you just like you you tweet out your um your father your fatherly musings, right? I am nothing more than a voyeur on Twitter. I just watch funny memes yeah. and get targeted by it's like a silo of stuff that I like. You got any hot follows? For us, for us um, right now, you just you know. I know, but Instagram, I have a hot follow. Who, who's your hot Instagram follow at the moment? Uh, the the handle is T Hanks, like Tom Hanks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That classic a, classic memory going on over wow, there. Wow, what a funny <laughs> account. Have you um, have you gotten the new update? Have you gotten the new Gram update? Has your app updated? I'm not sure if it has or not. You it would know. Different. You would know if oh, it has. Okay. Um, it this the social media app update thing is always funny because like nobody ever likes the update no everybody always <laughs> complains about it it's yeah. like you know I, I feel like on every single podcast i do inevitably i end up talking about how how i don't like change or people in general don't like change there's no clearer example of it than on the social media app updates like people just throw a shit fit every time it mm-hmm. updates and uh, t- to that end i'm not saying that i don't do that i hate this new update <laughs> <laughs> but it it so the like the proprietary Instagram thing was their scroll, right? Yeah. You scroll. Yes. Oh God, what is it now? No more scroll. What? No more scroll, baby. Swipe? It's a swipe. Oh no. Yeah, it's it's and I'm sure that it's designed to feel more like and compete with TikTok. Yeah. Um, because you you are you swipe up now to see posts. And it's also I it also feels like an opportunity to help out ad partners. Because you can't just like blast through their ads. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. almost have to take like a second to like see the ad and then swipe and yeah. then and That's... then swipe it out of the way. So um, wait, are you still swiping up or is it left to right? No, you're swiping up. Okay, so that's the same. Same as tick. Well, yeah, it's it's the same motion, but you don't. But it's like it stops. I see. There's Each no one clicks in. Yes. Oh boy. Yeah. 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 That's no good. Uh. Feel, so I feel like we're just going to get bombarded with even more ads than ever, and they're also obviously going to just like start filtering in more like reels and explore page stuff to yeah. to 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 compete with TikTok is is my guess. Um, so I, I I make the mistake of accidentally so I like making fun of some accounts, you know, like I get targeted with baby stuff now, uh-huh. and some one one of these is like, you know. It's like mama stuff for like blessed and and I'm making fun of that, so I'll send it to somebody, uh-huh. and inevitably now I'm just bombarded with, <laughs> yeah, yeah, bullshit. Yeah, if you do the send, if you send something to somebody you, that it thinks you liked it, it thinks you want more of that. <laughs> uh, I, I don't all, stuff that says stuff that with script writing on it like that. It's very chuggy, chuggy, chuggy. It's very chuggy. Yeah. Chuggy. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so don't. I, I hope you're not buying any of that. I'll have to find this account because boy, is it something. <laughs> um, yeah. So speaking of mm-hmm. baby in the house, baby in the house. Here it is. Look, already got hit. 
<laughs> Speak to me expressions, and it's like uh, script shirts. Yeah, yeah, no, too chuggy. Yeah, we're actually going to be very chuggy on this podcast, though, because one of the one of the one of the things that we're going to talk about was actually like big and hot last summer. Mm-hmm. So we're basically a whole, we're basically a whole year behind it, but um, we're going to talk about it anyway. All right. Um, but yeah, what's how's fatherhood been treating you? Six, seven weeks in. Yeah, we're uh, today is is um, seven weeks. We are doing much better than we were. Yeah, you know, every week is a is a new milestone for. Get gets a little bit better every week right now. Yeah, it does, yeah. but it's yeah. still just the the most difficult thing you can imagine. scale of one to ten. How how exhausted are you on a, on Exha- a regular basis? I'm not that exhausted physically, mentally. I'm a ten. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's ex- it, it's the it's the mental exhaustion. Yeah, because I mean. It's, you know, if the stakes weren't so high, you're trying to keep the child alive. So you that's, can't fuck up. That's correct. Yeah. So yeah. everything has to be well thought out as as best as you can. But thankfully, uh, I have a great wife in Ashley, and she's just been incredible. Um, well, that how sweet is yeah. that, Phil? <laughs> Shout, shouts, shouts to the wives. Shouts to the moms out there. Um, has it, you know, we got to, I got to bring it back to style here. Are, has it changed what you're wearing? Are you like, are you, are you loaded up on, on running shoes and like dry fit top and dry fit tops now? <laughs> no, <laughs> what it has done is just put a heavy rotation of like these shorts that I had these, these J crew, like yeah. camp shorts or whatever yeah. these are. Uh-huh. Doc shorts. Doc shorts. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I've ordered more. <laughs> Do, okay. Not to, can I, can I, Break into an aside yeah, right here, real quick. There was this big J Crew sale going on. I think it's still going on, or some. It's some, always going. It's on. always going on. But this one that happened last week, if you put three or more sale items in your cart, you got an extra seventy percent off. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> so these are items that are already marked down, and you were getting an extra seventy percent off. So I think I spent a total, a grand total of less than sixty dollars, and I got like three pairs of boxers, a belt, a pair of the Tech Doc shorts. Uh huh. Which that's what made me think of this is that I, the tech doc shorts came in and they're they're amazing. I paid really? twelve dollars and ninety cents for them, oh my and they're gosh. and they're they're phenomenal. All right. And then I loaded up on two more pairs of the of the um uh of the of the of the sunglass. It's the the name of the particular style that I like right now is slipping my mind. Bungalow, the bungalow sunglass. Mm-hmm. I got two more pairs of those for like eighteen bucks each. What? So they came in yesterday. Yeah. Two two of the packages. The sunglasses and the belt. I get home. The packages are in the door and are in the doorway. And I look down and I see one in a in a plastic bag and like a plastic poly shipping bag and one in a cardboard box. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, "Oh man, good." J Crew has has their their fulfillment and their DC. They've got it buttoned up tight. The belt came in a plastic bag no. and and the sunglasses came in the cardboard box. That's yeah. really nice. Everything's going to be totally fine. No. It, <laughs> The sunglasses, the freaking sunglasses, which do not come in a hard case. They come in a soft cloth fabric case shipped in the freaking poly bag in the belt shipped in the cardboard box. Yeah, that's wild. So like, the and and of course, all of this is final sale because they're basically paying you to take it. Uh, And I'm going to, I'm, I'm, you, you know that I'm going to be on that live chat later today Mm -hmm. being like, what the hell? Were they fucked up? Yeah, they're all like they're all they're all super wide because oh, they've been God. squashed. Just yeah. ima- imagine how much how much weight was sitting on that package at any yeah. given time. It's been thrown around. It's about been tossed times. around. 
and you see something in a poly bag and you're like, oh, that, it's whatever. Yeah. It, I don't need to can't protect. Be sunglasses. Yeah, it can't be sunglasses. I don't need to protect that. That's not fragile at all. Yeah. So that so that was kind of disappointing, but um, but I do the tech doc shorts very nice, very and they don't yeah. like it's like a really they're like a bright loud purple, which is mm-hmm. fine, fun summer color. They're, the other the only other color was like a yellow, but like they need to do that version in some in some like in some of the regular yeah wearable colorways because the fabric the fit very okay. on, very on point, especially for for my thirteen doll hairs. Yeah, <laughs> I've been wearing the hell out of them and. Uh, you know, a lot of teas and, you know, spit up on everything. Yeah. It's a lot of laundry. Yeah. Um, have you, have you started just like exclusively shopping at, at, um, in the revolve kids section Yeah, for, for your daughter? The, I tell you, I tell you what, man, there are some incredible <laughs> kids brands out there with the, the, the coolest prints and, uh, things that are they're they're you know they're obviously kiddish yeah but it there's a brand called I'm not sure how to pronounce it per p e h r that p h e r p e h r p e h r okay yeah per per pair pair one of those it's got to be one of those <laughs> pair is probably right they have just incredible stuff um and the thing that's so much fun is buying the clothes for her however. Nothing really fits right now because she's so small. Yes, right. So we've right. got a whole stockpile. Of you go through this. I feel you go. You you're going to go through the stage where like right now nothing actually fits her. Yeah. But then once it all does, it will fit her for like approximately yeah. ten days, and then it's over. And then it's over. Right. Which is you know that's uh, I feel that I feel like that's why parents just like end up resorting to shopping at Target for all yeah. kids clothes because like you can't as as much as you want to like just get her totally decked out for festival season <laughs> in the Revolve Kids section, it just would not. You will never financially recover from that well we've got a lot of friends that have had kids recently that are handing down some really that's great nice stuff too that's very nice yeah yeah because yeah, that's the thing about the spit up typically it washes right out yeah you know it doesn't wash out <laughs> what's that poop <laughs> you just need to get some oxyclean man are you, you stocked up on oxyclean uh no we we haven't and because i'm such a weirdo i'll throw it right out or are you going oh natural are you got are you hand washing all of her stuff Absolutely and like and like not. very an organic laundry detergent and then on the one of those little like washboard things? No, no, it's and going straight in with our laundry. Okay, good. <laughs> There's no, we'll sometimes separate, but not. I mean, so if it has poop on it, you separate. You got to separate. If then. if if it's salvageable, so, yeah. some of these it's only happened a couple of times, and one of them I had to cut off of her. That I was like, I'm not touching. We're not <laughs> pulling this over your head. Cut it off into the trash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's very exciting. Thank yeah. You for, thank you for sharing a little bit about it. Uh, <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm sure it's. It's a hell of a ride. It is a hell of a ride. Um, it's a lot of fun. The whenever she is able to smile at you and make some cute noises. Yeah. Which that and that only personality just exactly. starts to. I mean, it's just barely even there right now. Right. Right. So that. The, yeah. Uh, time to segue and make this about me now. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I am exhausted this morning. Yeah. For a variety of reasons. Uh, first, let me tell you about my Sunny. Is that okay? Yeah, go right ahead. It's actually about the other dog, Otis. But um, Otis is currently in a cone for two weeks and cannot run, jump, play, or do anything and must be walked around the house on his leash all day long uh, and watched like a hawk so that he does not do anything to damage um, 
the giant incision scar that is currently sutured on his stomach. uh, Last weekend, these dogs have been doing okay out in the house by themselves for a couple hours. Obviously, all doors closed, but, like, they have, like, you know, kind of free run of um, just, like, a couple of rooms, kitchen, living room, hallway, that type of thing. Like, not much that they can get into, really. They were doing well. Otis has uh, regressed (laughs) and has been eating some random things, Mm -hmm. which fortunately have not caused any issues until last weekend when we came home from hanging out with with you Ashley and 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 our other friends and I don't know if you were if you were still there I, you, you may have left by the time I made this joke to uh you know to to the group but I was like there's a non-zero chance that when we get home we're going to have we'll, we'll be making a, a you know second stop at the uh at the emergency vet clinic oh no I because didn't because we have been we're regulars there we need like a membership God. you know uh and uh sure enough we get home and Sunny, who was also wearing a donut for a little thing that she had going on with her ankle, <laughs> uh, walks up, and the the donut is deflated, and half of it is missing. <laughs> He's eaten it, and is nowhere to be found. And he has eaten it. the pla- the plastic inflatable donut, and 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 the blue felt fabric covering it, and maybe like a Velcro strap or, or two as well, is just in his stomach. So we. <laughs> How did you decipher that that is where it went? Because it was no, it was nowhere, nowhere to be found. Yeah. Was he acting weird? No, acting totally normal. He he's like a goat, man. All of a sudden. God. So we we take him up to the to the clinic, and they're like, "Yeah, okay." They take him back. They in, they they induce vomiting, and he throws up a bunch of it. And they're like, okay, I think that, you know, based on the, on, you know, I have the other half of it in my hand. They're like, based on, on, on the size, it looks like this was most of it. So, you know, he's okay to go home. Like, just watch him. One of the things to, to look out for, of course, is like more vomiting. Next morning, he vomits again. More of it comes up. Oh, God. We're like, okay, surely that's all. That's got to be it. <laughs> there can't be any more left in him. A few hours later, he does it again. So we go, whole thing, they do the x-rays, There's, they can still see like a big clump of it, a mass that's like not evacuating, going to go into his intestines and, and, and potentially do way more damage if they, if they let it go on for too much longer. Next thing you know, we're driving 30 minutes up to Round Rock for uh, major surgery Holy on a Saturday afternoon. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so so I got that going. Uh, puppies, just an absolute, you know. Just a world of nothing but happiness and joy and no problems wow. ever. Uh, and then on top of that, for today, this morning, I was up at the ass crack of dawn to be featured on a on a local news channel talking about the Howler Brothers Tiki Tatsia collaboration. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a full day for me over here, Phil. But there it um, is a dad. But but when, you know, when uh when the local morning shows, when the local TV news morning shows come calling. Yeah. I gotta answer. I gotta answer that call. Of course, you know I gotta. I gotta get out there and, and do my thing. Yeah, this is my second time on the local news. Put that on your resume. I'm, I'm put. It's already on there. Yeah. The first time was in New Year's Eve 2010 after a party at Cain and Abel's on the Lake, when the fireworks show from that party almost burned down Hula Hut next door. And they they and they interviewed, inter- they interviewed me. <laughs> at like 1:30 a.m. <laughs> were you traumatized and they just figured like this is the guy? No, I was just like we were we were You saw we, the camera and you ran over there. Pretty much. Yeah. Yes. 
And they're, I was, hey, do you need features? Yeah. They're like, yeah, well, sure, we'll take a sound bite. <laughs> you haven't been drinking, have you? Nope. No. <laughs> oh. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, so, uh, you know what? Let's take a quick break. Let's hear from the first of today's sponsors. Okay. And then I want to talk a little tiki to you because you, you were just telling me something interesting. Talk tiki to um, me. Talk tiki to me. <laughs> I'm naming a boat that. Uh, but you were telling me something interesting that I, I, I want you to share a little bit more about. Um, but first, today's podcast is brought to you by Ritual. We deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies and why, especially when it comes to supplements. Well, Ritual is creating a new standard with a first-of-its-kind visible supply chain where you can literally see where each labeled ingredient comes from down to the supplier, whether it's vitamin D from the UK or omega-3 DHA from the microalgae in Canada. You know, you just get all of that that visibility and transparency, which is really nice when you're putting something in your body like that. Um, you know, I'm on the Ritual Men's Daily Supplement mm-hmm. Vitamin uh, kind of you know kind of routine right now, and it's just a great product to have in your life. These multivitamins are designed to help fill common nutrient gaps that a lot of us have in our diet, all in just two minty capsules a day. So it's just nice to have that that kind of backup. You know, maybe maybe go a little too hard on the weekend. You don't get enough fruits and veggies. Ritual is there to kind of pick you back up. Uh, uses a delayed release capsule that's designed to dissolve later in the small intestine, an ideal place to absorb all of those nutrients. And this design also conveniently helps you to avoid an upset stomach. So you don't have to worry about that either. You get three-in-one gut support. It's a revolutionary capsule with clinically studied prebiotics, probiotics, and nobody talks about these, the postbiotic to help support a balanced gut microbiome. There's so much to love about these ritual daily vitamins. Um, you just can't get enough. It's just a great thing to, to have as a, a part of your day. These are supplements you can trust taking. So ritual is offering my listeners 10% off of your first three months. When you visit ritual.com slash club cool to start your ritual today, check them out, get that, you know, get that plant-based protein, get the three in one gut support, Get your, you know, fill in those nutrient gaps one more time. Get 10% off of your first three months when you visit ritual.com slash club cool and start your ritual today. Okay, Phil, um, talk Tiki to me. <laughs> one of the products that we have for this uh, Haller Brothers Tiki Tatsia collaboration is this little ceramic <clears throat> Daruma mug. Yeah. And I, I showed you that thing as one of the things I talked about on on the uh on my big news debut this morning. <laughs> Your big <And> debut. <laughs> How many people you think are tuning in at seven fifteen live? Who that's a big show though. Ten thousand? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Over under ten thousand. Under. <laughs> Way under. <laughs> There's a million people in this city, Phil. Uh, yeah, but there's some some competition in the morning. You oh you think what you think they're watching Good Good Morning America GMA? Uh, well, <laughs> there's another one that's called Good Day Austin. You're oh you're saying from the local? Yes, that's true. That's true. They do split the audience. Yes, you got to choose which one which one you want. Very peppy in the morning. That, very peppy. My Whew. my note for myself is that is that I wish I had had more energy, more pep, more pep. No, you had just the perfect amount of energy. <laughs> you seem like a normal person. But it was, you know, I, I would have liked to match Tira's no, energy no, no. on there. You can't she just, match the morning she's the, she's the goat. No. You know, she, she will just, outdo you. If I, try, if I had yes. tried to step it up, she would have had to come Absolutely. over top. Yeah, okay. More pep. All right, so this, uh, this ceramic Daruma mug, 
<laughs> and uh, and you kind of knew what what that was, the Daruma. Mm-hmm. And it was actually something that you've thought about adding uh, as a tattoo. Could be. Yeah. Down the line. So tell me about the about the kind of the, the tradition of, of doing a Daruma tattoo because it was it well pretty cool. n- not just not as a tattoo but as in in general you buy these little dolls and mm-hmm. I can assure you I'm getting this wrong but I'm gonna it, I have the gist of it figured out okay but they come with the eyes white and you're supposed to color in one of the eyes I think when you receive it um, as an intention. To and you set a goal for yourself, whatever that may be. Um, once you receive the doll, and then once you accomplish that goal or that milestone or whatever that may be, you then color in the other eye. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this is I'm I'm now here on uh, on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Naturally, they're a popular gift of encouragement. Yeah. And you a user will select a goal or wish, paint and and then paint in the left eye of the figure's two eyes with Chinese or Japanese ink. And then once that desired goal is achieved, the right eye is filled in. Okay, so I had it. So you had it. You nailed it. I didn't have um, the so Japanese that's... ink thing down though. You have to use yeah, Japanese got... or Chinese ink. Correct. What's what what American type of, ink just won't do? What what do you what type of ink do you have on your arm? Is that just who knows? Is that just straight American? It could be. <laughs> <laughs> could be totally worthless. <laughs> no, I bet your guy he he sourced that. Yes, he. I think he sourced it from you know. From the origin of the ink. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're pretty cool. We we uh, you can find all. There's a million different varieties and versions of these little right. dolls, right. and it's really cool. The whole thing is is great. Yeah, um, a, a lot of really cool kind of history and tradition to, to dive into with uh, with Daruma and with like all of the kind of like tiki mythology and, yeah. and culture <clears throat> as well. I know it can be a uh, it, it's a it's a sensitive one. In the 2022 culture, it, tiki can be kind of like viewed as like an appropriative, really um, type thing. Yeah, I mean, what can't at this well, point? Yeah, why not? But but uh, and, and I you know I get it to a certain extent, but I think as long as you know, it feels like when you're celebrating cultures in the in 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 a respectful way that that you know you're on you're on the right side of things. And I think this would be really cool. Do you have? Do you know if you did this as a tattoo? what your intention or your wish would be. You don't have to tell me what it is because that, it's like no, a, it's like a birthday. You know, you can't, you blow up the candles, you yeah. don't have to say your wish, but. No. You, so you'd have to come up with that. Yeah. See, it's, it's a lot of research. A lot of, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you better, you got to set a good intention. Yes. Because once you, once you set it, you can't forget it. Right. And I don't think you can change it either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Barrett. Uh, I mean, I, I haven't gone down the road of, there, in all likelihood, that will not be on my body tattooed. Yeah, but um, I love the whole culture around it and the tradition. And we have, like I said, we have a couple of those. You can buy them just little tchotchkes all over the place. Yeah, yeah, little paper mache ones. Um, well, that's pretty cool. Uh, you guys can check out the Howler and Tiki collab, the Howler and Tiki Tatsu <clears throat> collaboration at at uh, at howlerbros.com. I love you know this. Yeah, huge Tiki guy. Yeah. Huge. Yes. What is your go-to tiki drink? The the thing that just off the top of your head, you don't even have to look at the menu. Probably a uh, a painkiller. Ah, I I like, the, but I, I I say that and I feel like like really generic about myself. Well, mine is a mai tai. So yeah, I mean those are easy easy go tos. You cannot go wrong with either one of those. They're gonna you t- they're gonna if you're at a good tiki bar, those two are gonna taste great. You're gonna like what you get. 
And they're going to be strong. It has to be and yeah. very strong. Yes. Must. The, the, the great thing about places like Three Dots and a Dash in Chicago and Tiki Tatsia here in Austin, and of course all the old places like Trader Vic's and... and um, Shout out to Lalo in Houston too. That's a yeah. great tiki bar. But but the fun is kind of exploring the menu, trying other stuff, and then also getting the group drinks that come yeah, in like yeah, massive yeah. shipwrecked pi- pirate ships. Yeah. You know, four straws on the table, whole, th- whole thing. I was once at Lalo at about, it was, I think, a little after 1 a.m., and one of those treasure chest drinks got ordered. Yep. And I watched them make it, and they put like half a <laughs> bottle. Uh, I mean, there's probably a full bottle of liquor. There's got to be a lot. There's got to be a lot. They're so expensive. Yeah, and I was like, man, I have to get the hell out of here. <laughs> How, at what approximate age was was this happening? It was old enough for me to leave. Okay, to be re- to not to be like totally gung ho about like, idea. yeah, let's do the treasure chest at one a.m. No, yeah, it, it was old enough for me to. So to you did know. not partake. I did not, yeah. but I took a picture of it and then Phil. left. Phil, come on. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, today on our style conversation, I got two major, major, major Hollywood celebrities that we're going to talk a little bit about some of the, the their their own personal style, and they're going to be on kind of opposite ends of the spectrum. Uh, one, the, kind of the peak of 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 what you can do with fashion, and that's going to be Brad Pitt on his oh, wow. uh, on his current journey through the press tour for Bullet Train. Uh-huh. And then on the other side of the spectrum, uh, Adam Sandler, <laughs> who is well known for, for being the biggest slob when it comes uh-huh. to dressing. And after 30 years of doing it, it's finally become, it, he's now become, as I'm, I'm quoting from one of the articles here, fashion's anti-hero. Okay. Yeah. And uh, now we're, we're late on Sandler core. This was apparently sweeping TikTok and the Gen Z uh, groups last summer. Really? Yeah, but the, it's it seems like it's still kind of bubbling and brewing and, and getting talked about. And you know, as as guys in our mid thirties, I don't feel that bad for being late on this. It's fun to talk about for a variety of reasons. Um, and and you know, it's it's still going on, so like it's f- still felt worthwhile. Plus, it's a nice it's a nice contrast to to um to Mr. Pitt here that we're going to talk about. Anyway, let's start with Brad, because Brad made waves, uh, I think it was either er- earlier this week or maybe late last week, with this particular outfit on a red carpet for um, at, at one of the screenings for a premiere of Bullet Train somewhere. Damn, what is that? Is that a skirt? It's a skirt. It's a brown linen skirt <clears throat> paired with a matching, very, very loose and uh, deconstructed uh, jacket. Mm-hmm kind of, you know, it's tailoring that's that's not tailoring. A really loose and kind of crumpled, very crunchy feeling pink button down, kind of, you know, light lilac-y blush pink. Um, and then gigantic beat up combat boots <laughs> that look like they're probably made with like something like horse <laughs> or exotic. Can you zoom in on those legs? Look at those calves. Dude. In these tasks, uh, you you can't you can't miss this part. I'm glad you I'm glad you that you picked up on that from ten <laughs> feet away from the screen where I'm showing you this because, yeah, immediately I'm like, my God, this dude still looks like Achilles, man. <laughs> like he is what? he look look is he is that a rhino? Is he competing in the Tour de France right now or something? Man. Yeah, he's got the calves going, and that, that Just, looks like a rhino tattoo. Well, I what mean, you know, it's cool. 
I've always loved rhinos. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, yeah, he, he's he's got some some pretty rad ta- leg tattoos as well. You've got some some big calves too. You no, that, no, not like off. this. This is this is like this is something to be proud of. Mine are satisfactory at best. <laughs> <laughs> this is like some serious. Like he's been in the he's been doing something. Yeah. To get or he's just after all the working out over after over the last thirty years to prep for roles. He's just got these these glorious stems on him. But um but yeah, so it was this this overall look, but especially the skirt that 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 kind of made some waves here. And uh as it turns out, he's working with a slow fashion designer named Hans Nicholas Mott for all of his press tour outfits. And so this is all these are all custom looks that Brad Pitt and and, uh, and Hans and Hans. Of course, his name's Hans. <laughs> that outfit screams Hans. Yeah, it does. Um, he's he's working with Hans on on all of of these looks, and they all have that kind of like you know. Sometimes they get a little bit more a little bit more polished here, like with this kind of this this more traditional looking suit. But if we zoom in on the top here, like. The, the shirts, the tops. There's always something that is very ragged. Yeah, that looks like it was cut with shears. You know, there's mm-hmm. some, there's lots of raw hems, and the fabrics, of course, look like they've been washed a thousand times, and are all kind of like linen-y looking base fabrics. And um, but God, he just what what a what a, what an icon. What a dude. And he's just you know he's he's been talking about how he's. This is like his quote unquote last semester of acting, and he probably wants to retire soon. Sure, after a couple more projects, and um, but man, the guy can just pull off anything, and right? He, it doesn't know. matter what he's got on. And it, well, go back up the, again. The tattoo on the on his stomach. What is that? Yeah, dude, he's just who knew? Yeah, look, uh, once once you become a Brad Pitt level celebrity, why would you not just get a bunch of awesome tattoos? Just well, get whatever he's had you want. those. He's had some on his arms for a while, but the yeah, stomach is yeah. that's a move. Yeah, they say you know they say it's very addicting. Yeah, getting tattoos. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's 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 fun to read about about Hans. This two A's, by the way. Yeah, yeah. That's how you know it's he's he's a serious designer. It's two A's, not one. You leave that one A Hans for you know composing music for blockbusters. <laughs> this is two A's. That means yeah. you're a fashion designer. Uh, but yeah, I, so some of the some of the language that they're using is is pretty fun here. Um, Hans says the wearer must do real independent work to understand how they want to be in the world. I cannot do this work for them. I must do real independent work to understand how I want to make slash build in the world. They cannot do this work for me. There is a shared authorship with strict, albeit resonant individualities at play, unfolding as a dialogue of joint action. Man, my eyes glazed over like three seconds ago. <laughs> Can I show you a picture of, of oh, Hans? please. Because he's, he's wearing some next level uh, yeah. Head, headwear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, the, the, the photo that I'm showing Phil has Hans here. It looks like in a, (laughs) it's like a old school baseball cap. Like a Game of Thrones. Mixed with like a Game of Thrones, like, um, chain mail type (laughs) headpiece. Very cool. With an extremely curved brim reminiscent of like 1999, like, you know, hats from structure. God. And then, and you know, it's got this little back flat piece. 
that that would look great under a uh, under a helm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what it looks like. It's like he stepped right <laughs> off the battlefield. So yeah, you gotta look, Phil. High high fashion, like yes, this. exactly. It requires independent work, right? And that's I'm not sure that 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 you know I'm not. I'm not sure you're cut out for that. I'm not. I'm not cut out to wear the stuff. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Maybe when you have a little bit more time yeah. available, you can start doing some of that individual work to understand how you want to be in the world. Right. So I would love to know where he, where that stuff is sold and how much it costs. So the 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 whole slow fashion moniker is is obviously like a re, kind of a retort in and of itself to fast fashion, and that this stuff is like takes a long time to make. It's one or two pieces at a time. Very thought through, very curated, like all of that, and so, so I think Hans Nicholas, Hans Nicholas Mott does ex- essentially a custom line, but then he also co-founded a ready. He also has co-founded a ready-to-wear label called. Uh, I hope I'm saying this right. Anecho. Sure. Um. Here's here's their Instagram. Not no link to a website or or anything of of the sort, and I'm I've not heard of it. Prior to to reading this this column on GQ, somebody's this uh, comment. Oof. <laughs> um, but it's you know it's it's kind of a similar vibe to to what Brad's been been putting been putting down the red carpet. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it it feels very reminiscent. It's 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 more of like it's like the super super art, artisanal yeah look. Mm-hmm. Kind of those very niche brands like. CCP and cloak and Guidi and you know a bunch of kind of random stuff that kind of all that almost has that very like old world vibe. Yeah, not in like a it's like a it's like a step even further than something like Bodhi, which or, or Corridor, which has like the very like vintage forties, fifties, sixties hand worked vibe. This is like taking it all the way back, mm-hmm. you know, pre twentieth century. So one person making each garment. Yes. Yeah. Um. The other piece of this that I wanted, like the skirt is what made waves and it always makes waves when a dude wears a skirt or a dress or whatever like that. It's got to be so comfortable. Well, that's that in it. In, I, that, that's one of my, I'm glad you said that. And one of my favorite, my, one of my favorite quotes here is that um, when a reporter asked Brad why he wore one on Tuesday, here was his response. Uh, it's all about the breeze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. So I, li- I like that because I, I feel like whether it's late wearing lace shirts or the fingernail painting trend or, or or putting on a skirt or a kilt or a dress on a man, you know, whether that was Dennis Rodman or Kurt Cobain in the nineties or Kid Cudi or Brad Pitt. Now it's like, there, there's always like a, uh, like an, like a, you know, it feels like an impetus to make it mean something Yeah, big, right? Redefining masculinity is like a phrase that I feel like gets tossed around a lot. And I don't know that it that it really is, at least not anymore. Like sometimes a trend is just a trend, right? Mm-hmm. And like as we push further and further and further and further, and like obviously like like there are a lot more conversations about gender fluidity and sexuality and orientation and all of that. And there's there's a whole crop of brands that design un, you know kind of unisex wear for men and for women and for for all for all or all genders or non gendered clothing, right? That just can literally be worn by any person mm-hmm. um there's so there's a lot more of that and so like i just think it's all kind of blending and, and melding together and i don't know that every time a dude whether it's like a masculine celeb like brad pitt or 
or somebody way more artsy and 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 kind of poised for it like Kid Cudi, like I just don't know that it means all much, all that much. I think it means they liked the look, they wanted to do something funky, and they did it. Kanye was wearing that leather skirt a long time ago. Yeah, the leather kilt, the Ricardo Tisci yeah. stuff on on Watch the Throne tour. Yeah, I mean it's been. I mean it's 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 kind of it's thirty years of this, and that's I guess that's what I'm saying. It's like maybe it was a statement in. 1994 or whatever, when Dennis Rodman wore like a full bridal gown. Sure, that's a statement. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but Brad Pitt choosing to go with the linen skirt instead of the pants just feels like he was like, huh, this would be tight. Yeah. You know? So it's all about the breeze. Yeah, it's all about the breeze, baby. Um, we'll segue here into, uh, into fashion's anti hero, Adam Sandler. But first, another quick break to hear from a lovely sponsor. Today's podcast is brought to you by ZocDoc. You know, you know what can be pretty incredible, Phil? Sushi. Yes. But uh, we we all like it, but you got to go to the right place, right? You don't want to go, you don't want to get sushi from a gas station, right? No, no, no. Sometimes not even a grocery store if it's not a, if it's not a great grocery store. Finding the right sushi, that makes all the difference. The same goes for finding the right doctor. With ZocDoc, you can find the right doctor for you in your network and in your neighborhood, one that makes you feel like you're in good hands, like you're supported and like you're heard, even if you're telling them about your favorite sushi place. So check it out. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, that take your insurance and are available when you need them. My big problem is that it's always, it's always so hard to, to, to get into the doctor, right? They always put you on a big, on a big wait list or that you can't be seen for a month. Sometimes that's just not acceptable. On ZocDoc, you can find doctors that are nearby and that can see you very quickly, sometimes in as little as 24 hours. You can also find every specialist under the sun, whether you're trying to straighten your teeth or fix an achy back or get a mole checked out, anything else that you can think of, ZocDoc has you covered. It's as easy as ordering a ride to a restaurant or getting delivery to your house. You can search, find, and book the doctors all with a few taps through this ZocDoc app. Go to ZocDoc.com and find the doctor that is right for you. Book an appointment. You can do in-person or remote. They got the telehealth thing going on as well, which is great here in, in, the, in the modern age. That's an essential option as well. Find something that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc, including myself. I'm one of those people. It's my go-to whenever I need to find and book a quality doctor. So you can do this as well. Go to ZocDoc.com slash club cool and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Once again, many are available within 24 hours. One more time, that's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash club cool, ZocDoc.com slash club cool. All right, Phil. Well, after a uh, just a, a short interruption there, you know, no, what that couldn't have been more than... 10, 15 minutes? Yeah, it went bad. Or no, wait, no, I'm sorry. That was, it's almost a week. <laughs> uh, we do apologize. We had some technical difficulties, namely the uh, the Washed Media Studio had some electrical difficulties. And um, I got to, I, well, first, you know, th- this podcast is is now many, many days late and and far later than uh, than when I said it would be. But But here's the good news. Not your fault. Dave rushed in. Dave Ruff of, of Washed Media and the Circling Back podcast, he rushed in and said, you better save what you've done. They're about to shut the power off. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so this could have gone much, much worse because at least we saved the first half of the podcast and we don't have to completely redo it. And that was um, solid gold, the first it half. It was really good content, really, really good really stuff. Good. People are saying that it's some of the best that we've ev- that we've ever put out, Yeah. by the way. Um, even though it hasn't been yeah, released yet. You're but, saying that. But, but people, are, are, people are saying that. You know, they're just some, you know, just some of the people, right? Um, people helping people, and uh, so let's see. We we talked. What we talked about was I know that we had talked about Brad Pitt and old old Hans, his his custom designer that he's got going on. By the way, one thing that I wanted to to, to toss in, add in there after I've had a few days to uh, to digest. So another, there was one fit pick up there that I had of him on a red carpet. It was not the brown linen skirt, but it was more like the suit with like the raw hemmed, like very, you know, kind of old world looking t-shirt. And he's wearing a pair of Adidas gazelles with it that are super, super cool. Very classic looking white with like some gray toe capping and Mm -hmm. suede, blue three stripes, a little bit of red on the tongue. And then I saw like a candid shot of designer John Elliott. Uh, wearing those exact same sneakers. Was he in all white? No, uh, but but uh, but he he was off in Japan or Italy or wherever developing developing garms, and he he was wearing those, which is surpri- a little bit surprising because he makes his own footwear, including a multitude of sneakers. So why why was he wearing with Nike? Right? Why was he wearing those? That, I think the Nike partnership is is kind of put to bed, mm-hmm. but but you know seems like he'd be he'd be wearing his own stuff. Well, I I googled a little bit. I you know searched around for him because the toe box did look a little bit different than what I'm used to seeing on a gazelle. Naturally, they are the Gucci gazelles, ah, <laughs> which can be yours for the low low price of eight hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, right? Yeah. So, cool. um, you know, I, that was a little disheartening because I was like, damn, that's a nice that's a nice ass colorway of of gazelles. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's eight and a half times the the usual price. So that's how nice it is. That's yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's exactly that's how nice it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, the 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 nice thing about it is that Adidas may just come come through in next year, next spring maybe, and just you know casually drop a very similar colorway in the main say, line. Surely, there's one that's pretty close. Not right now, but I wouldn't be wouldn't be shocked to see it, to see it down the line. Um, so we talked about Brad Pitt in his uh, in his custom custom looks on on the red carpet as he gears up for this, the the release of his movie bullet train. And then I wanted to kind of like, just like contrast that with, uh, with another male actor icon of style on the opposite end of the spectrum. And that would be one Adam Sandler. Mm -hmm. Now Sandler core, as it's called, this actually had this actually had its real moment last summer, so we're a little bit late on this. Although it's still being talked about on the internet, it's just not quite as big of a TikTok trend anymore. But last summer, summer twenty twenty one, Sandlercore was a trending topic, and it was basically it was mostly girls, yeah, putting on giant like basketball shorts, huge oversized t shirts and sneakers, and just like looking like you know schlubby as possible, and being like, this is the most comfortable way to dress in the world. Um, and so it just, it, it, he is kind of like, and this is, I'm, I've got a, a column from Esquire pulled up here, Adam Sandler on becoming a schlub style icon quote. It took a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think that it, that that's, what's kind of funny is that 
he he has never changed. He has never wavered one bit from from this look. Society caught up with him. Society caught up with him. But this has been straight commitment, man. Yeah. Real, real commitment to this look. He has never he he has never given a single fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, and and I think it's just it's it's kind of funny that that it's it's finally being recognized. And at the at the really, I mean, I guess it was last summer, so that that makes sense. Right in the middle of the pandemic, makes sense that this would kind of have kind of you know risen and 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 found its its place on the internet. Is that Billie um, Eilish? That's Billie Eilish. Yeah, who, she's who adopted definitely... who adopted it early. Right, kind of like made it her own. Mm-hmm. She's basically Sandler core, but it's all designer. <laughs> You know, yeah. Uh, and then an, another uh, another person that fits into the vein is uh, Zendaya's character Rue. Yeah, on the show Euphoria, very similar. A lot of baggy t shirts and <laughs> basketball shorts. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very wow. old. Th- th- that has to be from like 2007 or something. But yeah, those are that's, huge. I, Look at I those mean, shorts. Yeah, how 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 do you even get basketball shorts like this? And how do they stay on? Because, you know, it, because if you do, like, if you go back to this era, this this might even be early 2000s, basketball shorts were huge. You'd get your, like, your your proper waist size, and they would be, like, four inches below your knees. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this definitely awesome. predates the uh, the rise of the six-inch mesh short. Um, but, uh, you know, I think, it, it, you know, and we've had, obviously, like, people like Haley Bieber do sweats, Vanessa Hudgens. Kim Kardashian, who obviously makes it very, look very glamorous. Here's why I like this, and and one of the reasons why I, I I decided to to call a little bit of attention to it today. It's because what it makes me feel better about is how like do you ever have the sense, and may, maybe you don't, maybe maybe you do, I'm not sure, but do you ever have the sense that like you know you wake up on a Saturday, you roll out of bed, you don't have any breakfast in the house, you ran out of coffee grounds yet on yesterday and you're like all right i'm going i'm run up i'm gonna go get some coffee or grab us some breakfast and i'll be back that's tough what 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 do you put on to go do that yeah jesus probably what i have on right now yeah (laughs) exactly you're like oh you grab the t-shirt you know from that's hanging off the that's just sloppily you think think i look like is it this was just hanging somewhere This is well thought out. No, you, did you grab that out of its out of its frame, out of your vintage T-shirt yeah. frame up on the wall? <laughs> yeah, no, but you know what I mean. Like you, you know, typically in that moment, you just grab like whatever is close, whatever is comfortable, and you go. Mm-hmm. And that typically that is more on the Sandler core side of things than it is on on you know the capital F fashions side of things. And that there's always like this lingering feeling in my head like oh no you should wear wear clothes that you have you know yeah put on something fun like get it get it together you slob dude but then you don't and and you just go and like what it what it is and you just go in what you have and that's that's me so much of the time so much of the of my time is like actually spent in a t-shirt that i grab out of my t-shirt drawer mm-hmm. which is not the t-shirts that i wear out out those are hanging those hang uh-huh there, then there's the drawer of t-shirts, which is all like band tees, tees I can paint in, mm-hmm. tees I can sweat in, walk the dog in, you know, all those. Typically, it's like a t-shirt out of that drawer and like some OV Sunday shorts or like, you know, something in that realm. Hydromox or a slip-on, 
dare I say it, even a, fl- a flip-flop. Ooh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And a hat and sunglasses. And it's like, that. that's, you know, that's 75% of the time. That's what I'm wearing. That's what I look like. So Sandler Core, I just feel like it it, it kind of makes me feel a little bit better about, about, about that whole thing instead of taking the 10 minutes to be like, oh, yeah, let me get that shirt. Let me put, put these shorts. I'll button up some, you know, I'll tie up some sneakers. I'll do that whole thing because because uh, somebody might see me, right? You know, no, I'm not worried about it. But especially um, at that point, if you're out of coffee and food, <laughs> that's an SOS. Does that never happen to you? <sighs> no. Sometimes I sometimes I make that happen. Sometimes I purposely do that so, so that I have an excuse out. to go mm-hmm. grab grab coffee and 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 get and get a you know get a get a bougie bougie brekkie going. <laughs> um, we had a. I think it was a it was a kolache, like a savory kolache from Joe's the other morning on our walk. Joe's coffee, yeah, yeah, incredible. Like now, now is this this is kolache Texas kolache, right? Like a sausage and cheese type thing. No, no, no. like a real like a yes, Czech kolache with exactly. the exposed top. Right. Okay. Very good. Um, and are also, you telling? Are you saying very good that I knew that, or no, that, that the kolache good. was very good? <laughs> very good, Barry. <laughs> Have you seen Sandler's new movie? Hustle? Yeah. On Netflix? I have not. It looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. I like that it has the Minnesota Timberwolves' Anthony Edwards, a young up-and-coming star. Just He's just like, it's like, yeah, I'll be in that movie. Mm-hmm. But he's like, one, he's, he's, a, he's, a top, he's a top-notch basketball player. Well, he had Kevin Garnett in the other one. In Uncut Gems. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great show. Line produced by uh, Sebastian Bear McLeod, who recently is, uh, you know, has has broken up with Emily Ratajkowski. Ah. Did you know that? No. Apparently, this is, and I'm just trafficking in rumors here, rumors only at the moment. I learned this on the Circling Back Reddit. Apparently, he was her Coke dealer. <laughs> <laughs> and that is how they, that is how they met and they were friends, they knew each other for years really? because he was, he was her supplier. That's awesome. I, I don't and, even care if that's true or not. That is, <laughs> that is not even close to what I thought you were going to say. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Dude, what, give me some odds on that. You think that, does that sound 100% that sounds accurate? 100% to- false. <laughs> but Dude, I love it. I don't know. There, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. That's this is what they say sometimes. Man, that's great. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she didn't fall in love with the producer. She fell in love with the Coke dealer. She fell in love with the cocoa. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. Wow. And he, and he is longtime friends with, uh, the fat Jew uh-huh, of, of Instagram right. notoriety. Who, you may have did their nuptials, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And like, was like on all the, you know, I don't know if he was like part of the business deal for the babe Rose or whatever, mm-hmm. like with Emily Ratajkowski or if he brought her in or whatever, but like he was part of their little crew He's been friends with with Sebastian long time. I think they like even grew up together. I, I would wager to guess that the fat yeah. Jew dabbles in a little uh-huh. nose candy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now that I could see? definitely see. Yeah. So now now, now we're connecting, connecting dots. Yeah. Now we're connecting dots, and it's wow. all becoming a little bit more plausible. Mm-hmm. Plus, this kind of explains like the way that he we, we've talked about his fashion on on the show before. Very Sandler core. Just van, very Sandler core as, as it happens. Yeah. 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 All baggy hoodies and sloppy hair and 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 Man. sweats and and all that. So, yeah, he really blew that, didn't he? Oh, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
Yeah. Man. So. Well, you know, I'm excited to see the content she puts out. Yeah, as as are we all. As are we all. And, uh, and yeah, you know, there's heat waves everywhere. And getting divorced from your Coke dealer in the middle of a heat wave, that, that is, that's not a vibe. It's not what I would call a vibe. Now, Sandler Core, on the other hand, <laughs> that's a big, big vibe, one that I am leaning into for the rest of July and August. You know what else I'm leaning into? You know what other vibe I'm, I'm riding? Does it have something to do the with the rest of this summer? Vizzy? Yeah, it's the Vizzy hard seltzer vibe. Uh, you got to keep the vibe going. That's just essential. Vizzy always passes the vibe test as well. All summer long, you can grab a can of Vizzy hard seltzer and visit VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed to enter your info for a chance to instantly win a $20 prepaid card that can be used towards Vizzy when you pass on the vibes to your friends. Even if you don't win instantly, you can enter the sweeps for a chance to win $599 that can be used towards Vizzy for an entire year. Now, I, I don't, I'm not going to promise that that's enough to, to supply you with Vizzy for an entire year. Mm-hmm. You know? That's, that's, might need more. You might need more. Vizzy Hard Seltzer has you covered this summer with a wide range of refreshing fruit flavors like pineapple mango, black cherry lime, strawberry kiwi, and of course, all-time favorite around these parts, blueberry pomegranate. Want even more variety? Vizzy also has a lemonade hard seltzer. They've got mimosa hard seltzers, and each variety pack offers four delicious fruit flavors for you to mix and mingle with, choose, maybe try out a couple of different ones. Just get crazy with it. I don't care. Um, you got to pass the summer vibe. Again, you got you to gotta combine all your vibes, put them all together, and pass that summer vibe with Vizzy. One more time, here's how to get yours and keep those summer vibes going. Go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed, where you can enter for a chance to win. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed. Disclaimer, no purchase necessary. This promotion ends August 15th of 2022. Limited to the 50 U.S. states in Washington, D.C. You must be 21 or older. Void where prohibited. For rules, visit VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash pass the vibes pass on those vibes man pass them yeah. to your friends keep those summer vibes going thank you to Vizzy. um all right phil let's check in with a couple more things here uh as it happens um while we were gone for a few days some something big dropped you know what i'm talking about it's the it's the fall 22 tw- fall 2022 2022 2022 J. Crew lookbook. Now, this has, this has long been, this has been, we've been waiting for this for a while. Last year, former creative director of Supreme and, uh, and the mind behind streetwear label Noah, Brendan Babenzine. By the way, I've been saying Babenzian for the last year. I like that better. It's Babenzine. He was, uh, he was appointed to be the new men's creative director of J. Crew. Uh, this came in the wake of J crew basically falling out of favor, filing bankruptcy in 2020 and, and kind of desperately needing like a hail Mary to, uh, to refresh (laughs) what's going on. I didn't think the SD card was in there. (laughs) It's in there, right? Yeah, it's in there. Oh, she's in there. Oh my God. Don't you worry, Phil. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that would, we'd have to shut down complete. Turn yeah. out the lights. Yeah, it's over. yeah, yeah. If we can't get all. If we have two of them in the can, two, two in a row. That would. That yeah. We just have to. 
We just have to hang it up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So, so, uh, so this is kind of, you know, I don't know if this is J. Crew's last chance to become relevant again, but it, it certainly it would be an opportune moment for them to to kind of come roaring back and and stake their claim and make themselves relevant again. Uh, so he's obviously been working on on this specific collection for the last nine, ten months, maybe a year. Uh, and and we finally have photos. We finally have the opportunity to pre-order some of the goods. We finally have a lookbook. Um, all sorts of press is out right now. There's an article that I just kind of finished up on GQ, and there's another one on business of fashion that I have not gotten around to because it's behind a paywall, and I, I, I've not uh, cracked the code just yet. But um, but yeah, I, I probably should just get a business of fashion account and expense that hoe. Uh, anyways, lot is out right now. We'll pull up some of the, the the photos right here, but this is what everybody's talking about right now. Um, you know, there was a meme on the Throwing Fits Instagram account about how many of these pieces are are essentially direct references to vintage Ralph Lauren pieces. But you know, to be completely fair, and and a lot of the response that I saw was, yeah, but all of this is at the moment. Everything from Noah, everything from Ame Leondor, everything from 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 Rowing Blazers, like all these little like kind of like prep streetwear hybrids. And even even beyond those, like everybody's constantly pulling from vintage Ralph. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, you know, it's the it's the source basically for for a lot of this stuff. Um, and uh, but but yeah, this this is the talk, and and I, I wanted to uh, I, th- I thought that that we would be remiss to not give our thoughts on it. Uh, I'll let you start with any anything off the off the top of your head. Yeah, so I, I did mark some stuff that I like. Okay, but also it did it does like. If you were to just flip through this and not know that there was a new person at the helm, I would just assume like a lot of this does look like J. Crew, like in the same vein of, as what we're used to, right? Yeah. But there is some some newness, which is cool. I love the uh, the Harrington jacket and corduroy with the stripe. Um, let's see which which the go down. Oh yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so you, th- this is uh, the brown corduroy Harrington jacket with the with the blue and red striped rib and cuff. This is this uh, band of outsiders. Remember them? Mm-hmm. They they had a jacket that w- that this is basically a, a total, just a total, um, you know, kind of a carbon copy of mm-hmm. in a way. I don't, not, not, I'm, and I'm not, I don't say that pejoratively necessarily. Ooh, it's just, um, it, it's very very similar, and that so it's I think that. I think that band of outsiders stuff that was so popular in 2010 to 2013 kind of range is definitely another clear inspiration source for this. But you t- you you said it, and I'm glad you did because a, a lot is being made about this. There's there's obviously lots of takes being thrown out. Uh, you know, people are, are are kind of talking about how how the outerwear is really good, which I, which I agree with. But I, I am a hundred percent with you, Phil. At the end of the day, this doesn't actually feel that different no. than what they've been doing. Right. Um, it, you know, the way I kind of thought about it when I first looked through this is this is basically the same J. Crew. They just got a better like PR manager. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, and and I, I I don't like take that with a grain of salt. There there are some definite there are some standout pieces here. There are there are some new things that are happening. Um, and, and from, from what I've read coming from, from Brendan and his camp is that 
you know, they weren't necessarily there to reinvent the J. Crew wheel, but one of the things that they were doing is kind of like correcting the uh, declining quality that J. Crew had been mm-hmm. had been kind of uh, accused of over the last half decade or so, um, and and that's exciting because I think I think in that kind of hashtag menswear heyday where where a lot of us were like using J. Crew to kind of break into fashion or, or, or experiencing it as a, as a gateway drug to like bigger and and better and more exciting things. That's, that was a consistent through line. It's like, at the end of the day, this stuff is holding up really well. It's pretty good. It's great value for the price. And so I think that's, that's why it was, that's why it was always, you know, on, on the top of our minds, whenever anybody would ask like, where to start, where do I improve my wardrobe? Where do I go pick up basics? If I'm trying to graduate from, from college fashion or frat fashion or, 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 you know, or whatever it might be like, or Yeezy fashion, like where, like, where do I go? What do I tune to? Where do I turn to? It's always J crew because like the value prop was there. It's good stuff. It's made well. It's, it's fairly, it's fairly priced. And then I think a lot of that was like, you know, over the, over the last few years, you'd get stuff in, you'd get a pair of chinos and, and the details were missing. The fabric didn't feel as right. There were more loose threads. The stitching wasn't as, as, as secure. It just didn't have the same weight in the hand feel and all that. And that sounds like something that is really being corrected here. But, but yeah, it, it, it you know, as a whole, I, I agree with you that this doesn't actually feel all that different. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that jacket that I mentioned is only it's two fifty, which is not cheap, but for you know, I think that's a great price for something like that. Yeah, and there's you know there are a couple of other standout pieces of, of outerwear like this uh, this kind of pink and red plaid barn coat, which feels very very uh, Noah esque. This feels like something that 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 would definitely um, get made by by Noah. It's at four ninety eight, which is definitely on, on the higher side of things. Yeah. Um, the red. Wallace and Barnes work jacket, uh, which is padded and, and lightly filled with Prima Loft. This is one of my favorite pieces. Um, and it's at, is that 298? Mm-hmm. 298. So, you know, it, it, we're, we're getting up there. But that, that, that actually brings me to another, another, not necessarily point that I have, but question. I don't think that J. Crew is going to do away with their e-com sales model. Like maybe some of this stuff is excluded from promos it is. for longer. Well, right now, right now, yeah. it's it's on pre-order. It hasn't mm-hmm. even really come out yet. But like, I I guarantee you, by December, this stuff is all eligible for like the thirty percent off codes that they send <laughs> yeah. out once every three days. And and I, I I don't necessarily know if that's a bad thing or a good thing. I think it would be incredibly difficult for J Crew to remove themselves from that. But at the same time, like we're, we're reading all this stuff, we're reading all the press from, you know, all the coverage of Brendan and he's, he's being, you know, very much hailed and talked about as like, this guy is here to save J. Crew. He is here to lend his expertise to the business, to the clothing and like fix this. Mm-hmm. He's just a designer, man. Right. <laughs> he's just a style guy. And he, you, you read the interviews with him. He even says it himself. It's like. He, he, you know, I'm paraphrasing a quote from him, but he's not Yoji Yamamoto. He's not like, he, he is not some whiz kid, like design person. He knows aesthetic. He sees things, but you know, maybe earlier than other people do. He, he is in that, he's in that Ralph Lauren model of like really being like a tastemaker more so than like an actual designer. And then I, I don't know what his business acumen is. 
you know but what I mean? Like you he, keep he, up with the machine if they're going to keep churning out like these thirty percent off sales. You have to have like mass quantities. So the the you would think that the quality is destined to suffer again. Because I because my guess is, and just to like to to finish up my thought, like I, this this feels like a two pronged thing. It feels like you need somebody over on the finance side, over on the business side, on the operation side. Being like, here's how we manipulate supply chain, order quantities, you know, cash yeah. flow, while while also like maintaining the ability to improve quality, to to get Brendan's designs like through to put to push what he wants done. It's just interesting how it's all kind of being tossed on his shoulders, as if if this is not successful or does not bring J Crew back from the brink, it's going to be his fault. Yeah. <laughs> and I just feel like that's really unfair because it, uh, all, all he's really doing, it, it, or you know, not not to not to trivialize it, but like all he's really doing is like trying to make the product a little bit better, mm-hmm. trying to bring it a, a li- make it a little bit more modern, bring it into this world where you know everybody's into sneakers now, everybody like like streetwear, like you know, there's there's a great line in this GQ uh, article about how. You know, towards the towards the end of of the the original J Crew heyday, Kanye West traded in his tweed blazer from like the eight hundred eights and heartbreak era for a two hundred and eighty five dollar Givenchy T shirt with a Rottweiler on it. Yeah, right. Yeah. And like that was in all of the sudden, almost overnight, like the tweed blazer washed out denim with double monk, you know, dress shoes looked totally dated. Right. <laughs> Because because of that shift, because of that, like suddenly we're we're spending three hundred dollars on Saint Laurent dinosaur T shirts mm-hmm. and Balenciaga desert trip Egypt Egyptian themed T shirts and Givenchy Rottweiler T shirts and five hundred dollars on Yeezys and Nikes and Jordans and like it just the culture shifted. So it, it's you know he 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 has to figure out how to how to how to make this old J crew work through that more modern lens to, to, to help kind of adapt it into this, into the, to the modern scene. And maybe he's up to that task and maybe he's not, but right now fall 22 off the jump, there are some really cool pieces that stand out. But as a whole, I don't actually think this is that much different than what they were already doing. I don't either. I think the pants are much larger. The pants are baggier. Yeah. There's some that are called giant. The fit is giant. You imagine me trying to put those things. Look at giant it. fit. Ooh. You need these, Phil. I do. You need these bad boys. What's the waist? Ooh. 30. Now see. Okay. Here. Here. Just a little. I'll. I'll. I'll shine a little light here. Tell me what you don't see listed here on these giant fit chino pants. It has to do with size. Oh, the length. No length. Yeah. Nar- narrowing your skews like that. Ordering one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There are eight sizes here instead of twenty-four sizes here. Right. That's a definite way to get your margins up and your and your cost lower because that's so much easier for a manufacturer. You know, and you can bump you can bump up each size that you're making here when you don't have a length coordinated. You know, in, instead of instead of breaking size thirty-two over three lengths and doing. Mm-hmm. 5,000 units of each. Now you're doing 15,000 units of just a size 32. Like that, that looks, that's much more appetizing to a manufacturer mm-hmm. and, and, and a factory. Um, 
but yeah, I think just to go back to, to the question that you posed, like how does quality not suffer when you're trying to keep up with all the 30% off codes? I think I, my guess would be that they are trying to bring people back to J crew. Yeah. I, I think that if they can capture the sales from guys, from guys like you and me and, and, and everybody that, that listens to this podcast or to retail therapy or, or, or is engaged with GQ or, or other podcasts or Instagram, like if they can bring all of those people back into to buying and wearing J Crew, and bring the ne- the numbers up, the the you know the units that they're selling, then the fact that they're still selling a, a lot of stuff at thirty percent off won't really matter much, mm-hmm. because I, I I I just feel like like that nail is in that coffin. Like I would be really, really, really hard pressed to buy something full price from J Crew, mm-hmm. ever, right? Because I ha- do because the cashmere never goes on sale. Okay, so you, so you, so you've shopped the the full price cashmere sweater, yeah. but that was a new thing that they introduced, right? Yeah. And and when what's the price of uh, what's the price of that cashmere sweater? It's one sixty. Yeah, for full price. Yeah. So they essentially just came in and like gave you the thirty percent off code mm-hmm. at the. I feel like that was, that's a nice play by them. And, and, but that's, that, that's coming in at, they, they've done Italian cashmere sweaters at two ninety nine before. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that's definitely, that's a play to get you. In, they got me in that mindset of like, okay, I need to buy that at full price. Yeah. And, and who knows, maybe they do run. We'll see like this stuff is all available for pre-order now, but when it actually is available next month, like it'll be interesting to see if, whether, you know, and, and this could be a play that they run. This could be a little trick that they run, or it could be for real. But like, let's see if stuff sells out, mm-hmm. because that's another thing that that that's different about 2022 than 2013, is that now we all expect scarcity. Yeah. Now we all we we you're 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 almost like teed up to to expect something. Like if it doesn't sell out, well. D- did I really want it? <laughs> right. Well, especially in in our size. My, yeah. When yeah. I'm going for extra small. That's very. You got to jump. You know, if something's just always available, it's like, well, okay, well, I can wait to buy it, or I'll wait for the sale, or like, you know, I'm, I'll put that on my wish list. But it's not something I have to buy right now. These other things that are going to sell out quickly that I that I I got to you know, I, and I know that got to make sure I get those things right. Mm-hmm. So that that's another thing that's that's definitely different. And so it's, it'll be interesting to see if they, if, if they, you know, either falsely manufacture that, that element of scarcity by like stocking out sizes, no matter what within a few weeks, and then kind of putting them back on the site as the season continues, or if they just, you know, to, to achieve that quality and, and, and to, to make sure that, that they make more sales at full price, if they just dial back those numbers and, mm-hmm. and, you know, that again, that's all a piece of this puzzle that doesn't seem like it's necessarily, <laughs> on Bre- on brendan's hands right so you don't have anything to do with that yeah uh I-, I think overall i'm excited that 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 a light is being shined on j crew and and that there's a chance that, that that they'll be making stuff that is is more of that quality that we remember from from 10 years ago and uh and and uh you know Brendan has done cool stuff with Supreme and obviously at Noah and Noah has been struggling for over the last four seasons, if you ask me. And I hope that's because he has been putting so much time and effort into this instead. Uh, one other thing I'll, 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 I'll just add here that, that I gleaned from the, the, the GQ piece is that, and you know, and this kind of speaks to like the, the tastemaker, 
that that he is about and kind of the the influence that he is he's wielding over current collections you know it, uh it kind of boils down to stuff like this rather than than kind of reinvention or pushing in totally new directions right but like he and his design team are sitting around talking about rugby's classic rugby's j crew staple and he and he mentions that they should add like hits of black to them mm-hmm. and somebody on the team says like like a true black or like a j crew black uh, right. which is like a washed out color uh-huh. right and like his, his answer very emphatically is like like a true black yeah because that that's something different that we can do to make it mm-hmm. feel less ll bean and more more new york city or paris right we can bridge that gap a little bit better we can we can serve the the streetwear guys that want a little bit of edge we can serve the prep guys that love the silhouette and maybe want to dabble in a, in a color that that's 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 absent from their wardrobe. I'd so. like a, a a nice rugby, a, a different look. Yeah, because what's out there is just very collegiate, yeah, very bright, I, I very preppy. So you know, it's in and those little conversations could have, could end up going a long way as 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 we continue and 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 see what else Brendan and, and the team bring to the table. But but that's what's being talked about this week for sure is is this new J Crew launch and. um yeah, check it out. It's all available. Or the first big drop is available to pre-order uh, J.Crew on jcrew.com right now. And uh, I think it's all going to kind of drop and be available to ship next month. And there will there will be a couple more, quote-unquote, drops as well of this uh, fall stuff. So, I wonder if that Ludlow suit's going to be the same old deal. So is it uh, is it called the Ludlow still? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, and this th- this is another, there's a notable, one of the notable pieces here. It's one of the most expensive things J.Crew's ever done is this like, uh, is, um, some type of C, oh, it's it's this suit right here. It's like a moleskin mm. suit, very high-end fabric and uh, like Italian C or something like that. And like the, the total price for the suit is 1,200 bucks. Nice, which which pushes pushes into to a price range that J Crew hasn't totally dabbled in because typically you know the price of the jacket is seven ninety eight. That's typically what you'd get the whole suit for, mm-hmm. and some of their, their their previously you know they're kind of their higher higher upscale fabrics in this thing. But yeah, good question about the fit. You you got to think it's a little bit updated, mm-hmm. right? You know, I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not saying full full boxy or, or full baggy, but like Ludlow was just so tailored. Yeah. So, be interesting to see. Um, there's also a corduroy one that that's really nice, and uh, look forward to to maybe checking that one out as well. So, any closing thoughts on on J Crew Fall 2022? No, I just What's, picked up some some current stuff from them. Yeah, yeah. When I t- I talked about at the beginning of this podcast how much I'm I'm loving my twelve dollar tech doc shorts. Here's a little. Speaking of J Crew, you ever shop at jcrewfactory.com? No. I, I'm. I think I'm going to run a little experiment. I I, I I talked about these tech doc shorts. Is that everything I have. free on there? <laughs> oh, just about. I talked about the tech doc shorts. Got them for thirteen dollars on the crazy sale that was going on. Mm-hmm. I, I I like them so much that I was back online looking for another pair. There are a few other colors, mainline colors on J Crew's website right now. They you know they're sixty bucks or whatever, but you can apply the thirty percent off code or whatever. Um, and bring them down. But J Crew Factory also has those in a couple of good colorways, and they're like twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think that there must be that they must be different in some way. But I don't know, man. 
Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I got the regular dock shorts. Yeah. Not the tech. And I love those things. I have them in three different colorways. Yeah. Just the cotton, kind of cotton yeah. twill, right? Right. They're yeah. great. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm, uh, reach out to us, get in the discord or, or just hit, hit me up on Instagram. If you have, if you have bought the same product from J crew mainline and from J crew factory, I'm curious if you've noticed any, any fabrication issues or differences or quality or, you know, slight adjustments in quality, hand feel, that type of thing. But I think I'm going to run the experiment, experiment myself because it will cost me about $20 to bring in another. Is it final sale and all that stuff? I don't think so. God. From J. Crew Factory. Unbelievable. Yeah, they got to be spending a fortune on returns. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you, what were your recent pickups from? from Those shorts. Yeah. Uh, a seersucker, organic cotton knit, seersucker camp collar. Okay. And an ivory. Yeah. And then I wanted to try this. It's this short sleeve camp collar. It's garment dyed. So it's like just standard cotton, like real, yep. real soft, but yep. it's all the way buttoned down. And that's in an olive. What type of code did you throw on those bad boys? Uh, threw a 20% code. 20%? Yeah. Full price minus 20%? That's right. Okay. They got you, man. Yeah. They're just going to start dialing your discounts back. <laughs> you're you're going to get the specific emails with the codes for only 10 or 15%. I don't care. <laughs> it's still, uh, to me, to me, the price is right even yeah. without the codes. Yeah. It is. Because yeah. I get free shipping. Yeah. You can return it easily. And it's all priced right. I know it's only going to last for a certain amount of time, but that's all I need it for. What do you mean by that? Last quality-wise or last fashion-wise? Both. But okay. mainly mainly quality-wise. Okay. Are you, but you're not, I mean, I wouldn't call you a person that's hard on your clothes, are no, you? No, you're right. You're right. But stuff that's white, yeah, it yeah. can only last so long. Yeah. But I, I mean, I mean, that's, that's just to, to circle it all back. I think that's, that's the big difference though, is that like, you're not spending much more than you would from like Topman. Yeah, exactly. And, and this stuff is better quality is it? by and yes. large. Usually it is. And I, I definitely think that it will be going forward. And so that's, yeah, I mean, I mean the, 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 you know, you, you use this as a resource for like both your casual wear, but also right for your, like when you need something for business cash, yeah, right? Something with a collar on it. Something with a collar on yeah. it. Something a little dressed up. Something to meet somebody important, have a meeting, mm-hmm. go to an interview like that. And I, I and you know, I think that I, that feels like the one piece that they've ne- that they've never really quite lost. So now, if they can just bring some of the more fun, exciting elements back to it, where you feel like you're getting something kind of cool and fashiony, and and but also super wearable and at a really nice price, that's. That's the sweet spot that they've that I feel like they've been they've been missing for the yeah, last. Yeah, I feel like they should update. So my go to just everyday T shirt, solid color, used to be their garment dye, mm-hmm. right? But now the the fit and the quality of Uniform LA, yeah, like you cannot beat that artist tee. You yeah. cannot beat it, and that's yeah. my go to. Yeah, it just sells out all the time. Yeah. Um, be interesting. Be interesting to uh, to 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 see if they if they do dabble in any like cuts like that. They should. Will they do like a boxy or tea or something like yeah. that? So we'll see. All right, uh, that wraps it up for us today. Shouts to Vizzy. Shouts to Zocdoc. Shouts to Ritual Vitamins. Go check out our lovely sponsors. Thanks for Phil for for being here both last Friday and today on Wednesday to wrap this up. And um. And yeah, yeah, who knows what's to come next, but but we'll we'll continue to get out these pods um, at, at hopefully a slightly more regular cadence, but no promises. Thank you everybody for listening. Go follow us. 
on uh, on Instagram at Club Cool Pod and uh, and and on Patreon, patreon.com slash Club Cool. Get access to that Discord. And we will see you guys and talk very soon. Adios. Later. <laughs>